toda la gente manos arriba, toda la gente manos. Rack city bitch, rack city bitch. Toda la gente manos arriba, un, dos, tres. Un, pasito para adelante, María. Un, dos, tres. Un pasito para atrás. How basic the Spanish songs are and they're still live. Welcome back! Why welcome, are you so welcome loud? back! <laughs> I came in ready! <laughs> I'm on a roll today. It's a very emotional day for yeah. Fortunate. Well, it's been um, very busy, and I'm in like the work mode. Like I feel like I need, and you it's know, that time of the month. You, yeah, you know <laughs> that's what the I need? truth of it. <laughs> it's that time of the month. I need those like desk or those little bike things where people are like sitting on their desk. And, oh, our friend and has pedaling, one of those. Pedaling. Oh yeah. We should ask her to bring it to the uh, <laughs> yeah. Rosemont house. But I feel like this is rare. Like I'm. Oh yeah, you're not right. really this. It's because it's that time of the month, so there's a lot of emotions going on. Yeah. She's totally rushing us to record this because there's Burger King next to me, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I had caffeine and I had a coke right now like two sips wow that's all i need yeah to get no me started. i i know i'm gonna need some of your hypeness i'm feeling more chillaxed i had a, a really chillax chill day, day it was fu- you had a chill day what that's is that like a chill day me? no oh my god, oh my god. I'm, I'm, scared. I'm scared guys <laughs> <laughs> no it was a chill day but i wanted to mention how amazing the day was because I had to train, um, well, new hires, obviously, but... What, you did work? Yes! I thought you didn't work all day. No, I did! Oh. I know, right? I've been making it look like I don't. Yeah, that's how relaxed I am. Yeah, that's the vibe. the vibe you got. Because my house is clean. You yeah. were like, you must have not worked. <laughs> it is It is hella sparkly clean. Like, oh. as soon as you walk in, like, I was like, okay. It's just like, oh! sit on the couch and watch some shows mm. no i worked in the morning and we had to do training and we were talking about communication and feedback and then Ooh, we were talking about just and then we like started from the beginning we we're talking about data collection but i feel like what we talked about there totally has to do with our topic for today yes yes absolutely well let me talk about my day a little bit and how my Day okay, that's why I paused. Relate so you can to the tell topic today. Well, ah! okay, the topic is learning. I'm scared. Learning, learning con ganas. Le- learning. I con thought ganas. you were gonna tell your story and no, then okay, we no, were gonna share what the topic was. No, no, no. I I'm gonna we, let we, it slide because you're scary. It. We sandwiched it. Okay, so today I was in the field no. all day. <laughs> I was in the field all day. I went in and I was supposed to initially. I was scheduled to train. However, um, the tech, the BT at that was uh, that I was supposed to train, she wasn't feeling too good, so she had to leave. So, like, I uh, walked in and then she left. So I took over and I did a one-on-one, which was with my kiddo, who I've been with. I actually got him from the beginning. Beginning, I was even there as soon as he came out of the womb. Yeah, no, (laughs) I was there for the assessment. Well, his ABA womb. I was there for the assessment process um which actually i had to ask permission to go there because usually mid-levels weren't allowed to go to the initial thing yeah oh wait i went to the initial initial before the assessment so before you do the assessment with the kid you meet with the parents yeah for an interact 
yeah <laughs> i forgot about that we met the we met the mom at this public place um anyways okay hold on i'm getting off topic i'm getting off topic anyway so the, with that kid fast forward two two years going on three years now um i got to um, work with him today and it was very very exciting because i haven't been i haven't ran a session in a minute yeah. Well, at least for that long, because mm-hmm. I was uh, there for like two, three hours, two, three hours. Oh, yes. Um, it's always very humbling. Yes. But he's doing amazing. Amazing. And it makes me sad. And I told you, I told you a little bit this off air that um, Offline. The <laughs> <laughs> that the feedback I'm getting from and not just one person, like variety of people is very different from what I saw. So um, that, again, proves that, um, I mean, our kiddos are super, super smart. It's just the way that we approach them. So with that said, like, we constantly have to stay in that learning mentality. So we can't go in there like, okay, I'm going to teach you. I'm the teacher. You're the learner. Uh-uh, uh-uh. Yes. Also. Nope, nope. nope. Also, when we talk about learning, I know that it can also become very repetitive. Like if if you're not kind of challenging yourself in some ways, because it's very easy to show up to your session every day. You know what lessons you got to run. You know the goals. You know how to run them. You know it all like the back Mm -hmm. of your hand. Mm -hmm. And it can be like I there have been so many times when I have felt that way. Like, okay, I'm already knowing what I'm going to do. And now it's kind of boring. It's going to go. Well, not that. No, no, no. (laughs) You never know how a session is going to go. What I always like talk about in trainings is like you're going to plan for one day and you're going to experience another. But I definitely can relate to those of you who may feel like, okay, like now what? Like I'm, I'm here, I'm showing up to my sessions, I'm doing my data, I'm doing a good job, this kiddo's making progress, but what can I do to like further learn? And you kind of reach a plateau at some point. So mm-hmm. today what we're going to talk about is some of the ways that you can continue to learn while you're in the field. And Remember that every single opportunity is a learning opportunity, either it be for yourself or it be for your client. So let's get into it a little bit. And we're going to talk about our first thing we're going to talk about a little bit is that when you arrive to these sessions with your kiddos, yes, you know exactly what to do. But what you should then do is figure out how you can challenge yourself more when you're when you're in sessions with the kiddos. Maybe one of your clients has a had a low score with a certain lesson turn on that critical thinking and be like how can i gain some get this client to have more independence with this target and and think about it know what i'm saying yeah what are other ways that you can run it to um also generalize that so not just running it in the same location switch it up a little bit and even like talking about generalization go further with it think about specifically what are some instances that your client will be utilizing this skill of course like thinking about it now you're like bitch i mean sorry (laughs) you're like bitch that's hard but that's why that's part of the challenge that comes in the field like you're looking and you're seeing because that's what we got to remember everything we're teaching this kiddo we're expecting them to do in their real life yeah so how can you contrive more opportunities for that and one of those things is jotting down writing down 
where else he may see it like where else you may have to wave at somebody like and greet someone yeah or like wash your hands like you you, let's say you have a wash hands program that you do after every toileting routine hey maybe he had a snack and his hands are dirty hey let's go wash your hands at the kitchen sink instead of like the bathroom sink so things things to think about like that Um, and little little things help a lot not only to the kid but it challenges you to um put yourself outside of your comfort zone or, or your routine like you were saying yeah um just, just because things may may pop up as being unexpected so you want to make sure that you are maximizing i guess those learning opportunities because mm, they're yes. gonna come about and i am somebody that will very much oh I feel like we need to read these text messages that were getting sent to us. What what do they say? They're very they're very much putting their foot down. You read them. You read them because they require a response and that will keep going. Um it's just a little support. One of one of our friends is finally putting her foot down like she should be and advocating for herself, which we've talked about already, but yeah, we did. she's advocating for herself and we're very proud of her. But anyways, let's get back to maximizing your client's learning. So when you're in session with your kiddos, maybe set up more more like real life natural situations. Um, for example, a way that I have utilized this is that I had a client who was going to the airport and the family had a certain set of concerns. So the BCBA was targeting them like accordingly, but in not how you would see it at a airport, like not going through TSA, not getting those security checks, handing somebody your ticket, that type of role play. It was not part of my BCBA's plan. So I was like, let me, you're not going to do anything further. So let me think about how I could maximize this learning opportunity so he can be better prepared for his natural environment. And this client in particular, he did not like loud noises whatsoever or big crowds of people, which is what the airport was back before COVID. So a way that I maximized their learning is that I set up an entire mock airport scene. And I didn't Amazing. just I didn't just get him to do it because at this time we were at the center. Every kiddo that was at the center participated. So it could be even more realistic. They had to wait in line. They had to take their shoes off. They had to go through TSA. They had to hand the boarding um, person their ticket. Like every single thing was spe- specified to what that client would see in their natural environment. And what my um, supervisor told me that his parents said is that because we practiced that so much when it came down to doing the real thing, he was good to go. And that might be what you guys have to do because I was in that boat where I was like, all right, like I'm doing everything. And it, now what? Challenge yourself and put yourself yeah. in that position to maximize your learning and your kiddos learning. So that's the thing. Okay, so let me ask you uh, real quick. Is it, was that, written down in the program or was that you that you pushed yourself a little bit like oh let me take a little extra let me go let me go the extra mile no it was definitely that i pushed myself because Mm, yes key key um, key. 
Well, because I knew that I wanted to be in this field, but I also knew that what I was doing wasn't enough. I'm like, I can be doing so much more. And yes, I wanted to reach out to my supervisors, but at that moment, I didn't know how. Like, all I really... Okay, okay. All I, oh, all I really knew was more can be done. And that's where it starts. Like, if you feel... Like more can be, tell me as a supervisor, if a tech comes up to you and is like, hey, I, so I've been noticing a couple of things and I have a couple of suggestions. Would oh, you hear go ahead. Out? Go ahead. Tell me the suggestions. Please do. Yes. Why would you want to hear their suggestions so bad? Because I would need to improve the program. And first and foremost, and most importantly, the BT, you're the one that's there with him and you have the best feedback to give me back let me say that again you're there with the kid a hundred percent of his direct hours mm-hmm. so you have the best feedback you can give me yes and so don't get intimidated that that person is a supervisor don't view it like that because that is definitely going to like hammer down on your learning too you're gonna feel like i just need to do what they say no no you don't because the truth is they can't continue without you like because they don't see you're the bread and butter baby yeah they don't they don't see it as much as you do so if you point something out to them they are going to appreciate it so challenge yourself to do that and view it if you're somebody that like likes to take credit like but i'm the one that told them to do Mm -hmm. that I'm, i'm like that too but What you want to think about like is the bigger picture. And this is furthermore how you learn that you learn that it's not about me. Like it's not about my credit. It's about what what this kiddo is now doing and trust and believe that you are always going to get your credit and it may not come in the form of good job. It may be bigger than that. It may be that your client is finally able to do something that they and family have been struggling to do for years, for years and years. Like maybe that kiddo could never go to a restaurant with his mom because he didn't know how to appropriately act in that setting and he didn't know how to order food. So mom never ever thought that she was going to be able to go out. But because you're there more, you see what's going on. You have a better idea of what could possibly be done. Like that's what makes the difference. And again, it's not you making that recommendation to family because obviously that is out of your scope of practice. However, It is not out of your scope of practice to come up with suggestions and communicate that to your supervisor because your supervisor is there to teach you. They're there to mold you to potentially one day become a supervisor and beyond. So speak up, peoples, because let me tell you, what are some things that can happen if you don't speak up? Let's talk about Uh, those negatives. The program just, there's no progress. Um, It could be, it could sometimes eventually come back on you and be like, oh, well, the kid's not improving with this tech or, you know, what what's happening, what's going on. So it's very, very important that you speak up and communicate. Um, I mean, just for that alone, I mean, let's say that you're like, okay, whatever, it doesn't improve me, but... Mm-hmm. Y- the kid like there needs to be there's some changes needs to happen if there's no if there's no progress and again like i can't say this enough you're the one that's there for the the whole time you know so you're the you're the best qualified person to give feedback to 
Yeah, definitely. And what else they can do if you don't speak up is that your kiddo may, in a sense, I don't know, like the correct terminology, but like they can get bored with what's Mm -hmm. going on. So if you're running the same lessons and you're like noticing that this kid is bored, that doesn't help. What that's going to do is that that's going to make program more aversive to them. And you're not learning anything. So you're now pairing yourself as aversive because you're like, well, these are just what we got to keep going. This is what my supervisor said. You want the kid that as soon as you walk in, they're like, yeah, you're here. Yeah, you know, I mean, yeah. you are you are going to get those days like, oh, they're here because, mm-hmm. you know, you, the, at the end of the day, they are working. But you want those days. And that that t- that tells you that gives you feedback when you see the kids that they're like, oh, yeah, you're here. Mm-hmm. All that's the best. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. So it, it maximizes everybody's learning when, when you speak up. If you don't, everybody's learning becomes affected by it. And. You also, again, we talk about advocating. You want to advocate for your kid. If you know that he knows how to do things, you want to speak up about it because that's also putting you in a position to continue to learn because you're also learning how to relay that information in an appropriate way to supervisors. So yesterday, yes, yesterday I have, oh, I have this tech who I love. I love her directness and just her commitment to to this program. Um, She was telling me, um, this <laughs> th- this goal isn't a generalization. It shouldn't be there. It should should not be there. He he's not generalized. And I was like, oh okay. Let me see. Let me go back. Let me go see. Um. So um. Again, I was like, let me go check first. You know, before I made any sudden change. But she was a hundred percent. It was real. Like she, uh, the when we introduced the target, he got hundred percent because it was her second time delay. And then um. She kept running that same target and it was low, low, low. And then somehow he got like this random um, 80% and that pushed him to to Jen. And it was a and it was a mistake for my part. I set up the program to move into Jen after one um, uh, uh, after he earned a certain percent percentage on one data point. So that pushed him forward. So imagine if she would not have told me mm-hmm. like that target would have pro- pro- uh, progressed been removed and something else could have gone and that would have showed as like to me it would have looked like oh he got that down but really he hasn't yes. so it, it's that's it's that simple guys like just saying yes. like oh no this one he's it's not generalized it should be an intervention um so i appreciate that so so much like this bt makes my program so much better and she helps me learn about my um like my knowledge on the software because that was like i said that was like a technical error Mm, yes um but a little tiny technical error could have affected the learning of the of the bt yeah some of the great things you pointed out are that you first of all after the bt told you what it was you did it dismiss her Mm -hmm. and you did not just immediately write her off which Mm -hmm. i've seen so many beat so many bcbas do Mm -hmm. where and supervisors where their bts will speak up and they'll get shut down Mm -hmm. they'll speak up and their bcbas will be like no no he doesn't know how to do that i tried to do it with him and didn't work so he doesn't know how to do it for those people like if you're in that position it's very tough but What you guys can always, always, always do is keep a paper trail because paper trails don't lie. So if you're noticing something about your kiddo, let your supervisor know. If they dismiss it, okay, 
what you learn there is how to document yeah. like i okay they learning hey i have totally let my supervisor know of this instance that way if things continue to progress in a worse manner and you continue to bring it up to your supervisor and they continue to not hear you you can then escalate that issue because now you have a paper trail and you have tried to reach out to your supervisor like you've been told to do plenty of times. But what you guys aren't going to do is you're not going to let that discourage you from continuing to speak mm. up for yourself or for your clients. Because what I like to call those people are scripted supervisors. They have an agenda. They have a plan that they need to follow. And anything that doesn't fall under that plan is not relevant to them. And that's some BS right there. Yeah, that's a whole nother topic. And Damn. no, definitely. And 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 that's some BS. And, and that's things that I've definitely gone through. And that's yeah. what I've had to do. You you don't let that discourage you. And I feel like that's one of the biggest things that you learn from those situations, because every situation is a learning opportunity, whether it's a positive or a negative one. It's all a learning opportunity, just depending on how you see it. So for those people that have those like asshole supervisors, those scripted supervisors, start taking some data. Keep it mm -hmm. S-O-M. Keep it very objective and only to what you see. Because again, trust me that you will get hurt one way or another. But as long as you have the facts, that's what backs you up. That's what keeps you safe. And that's what makes you more comfortable to speak out because you have a reason to. These are all objective things. I'm not talking about that she made me feel mad, that she made me feel no. frustrated. I'm talking about that I presented her with this. She dismissed me in that way. And now my client is engaging in X amount of behaviors. Now his aggression has increased. I've gotten hurt from it. And then she finally heard me. Like, that's not okay either. Even if it gets to that point, right? Yeah. If, if. It gets to the point where, oh, they're, they got hurt and, and now your supervisor is paying that attention. No, don't be like, oh, well, at least they're paying it. No, nope, nah. Uh, more so why you want to pull out that paper trail right because down. now that supervisor is, is, it's a safety concern. Like, hold up, you're not listening to this super, to this tech now and this happened. What's it going to be next time? And ABA doesn't like next yeah, times. and what they're not doing is they're not in that learning mentality. So you yes. don't you don't want to you don't want to be that. You continuously want to stay in that learning mentality, um, and keep on challenging yourself. And um, the whole uh, what you what you call it paper trail. <laughs> <laughs> the whole paper trail. We talked about it a little bit on our on our on our, on our data session, but that is. So, so so important because right there you're learning like like elba said like you're learning to advocate yourself and you're building like your like your defense mm -hmm. uh statements like that that you recording that is going to increase your confidence to um when you do have to speak up yeah because it's not an opinion mm -mm. right it's i'm not, not saying how i feel these are the facts and just like that's what ABA is all about, that is what life is kind of all about. <laughs> yeah, I mean, life. But ABA those situations. Life, life. Yeah, but ABA is not for life. <laughs> ABA services are not for life. Oh, yeah, no, 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 no. Yes, yes, not ABA, ABA services. The science is a lifestyle. The, yes. Yay! Yay! <laughs> the application of okay. it, right? Okay. But definitely not the services yeah. of it. But. 
definitely keep those things in mind. Like, and also know, like, just as Jeanette has been saying, that you also create that learning opportunity for your supervisor. And not just your yeah. supervisor, but also for other techs. Because when you teach that supervisor something new, they get to go and apply that to now their other techs. And that's what this whole thing to me is all about. Like, yes, we got BCBAs, we got supervisors, we got mm-hmm, BTs, mm-hmm. but those are just titles. Yep. The truth is that none of that, none of those pieces work without each other. So you're a team. You're a team. So while you're supervisor may have created the program that doesn't mean you can't speak up about it like hey this is not going right because at the end of the day who is it all about the client the client it's all about the client it's all about the benefits from the client and that's what you learn by asking Mm -hmm. questions and advocating for yourself you learn how to make it about the client exactly yes so another way i mean do you want to say anything else actually no let me just move on another way that you can keep learning is um by you yourself looking at the data i mean for those of you that have the option that have like the right software which i'm pretty sure everybody right in the field um has that um look at the data what was the how did he do the last time that you ran this lesson what was the percentage um what prompting uh strategies did you use um, how can you switch it up different, not only in the way in the uh, different, like generalized in different locations like we talked about, but how can I present it differently? Uh, what kind of stimuli did you use that last time? Maybe I'm going to use a different picture of, of, of a cat this time. Maybe I'm, instead of setting it up right directly in front of him or her, I'm going to uh, set it up a different way, a little bit more to the left, a little bit more to the right. Um, think of different ways that you um, look at the data and think of different ways that you can present it. So this is what I do. When I analyze the data, this is like when I look at data that I didn't uh, implement. So I look at the trends, I look at the patterns, but I look at the story. And I know this is not very techy, but what story is this data telling me? And I literally, I I do. I picture it. I picture it in my head how um, the beat is implemented it. And then I look at the prompting strategies. Oh, like, I wonder what kind of prompting strategy this is. So usually this kid needs a partial physical or a full physical to get this part of it. Hmm, I wonder what they're doing. What, how are they positioning themselves? So that's something you could do too. Um, reflect back on yourself on, on how this lesson or has been presented and change it up change it up data gives you so much information and use it there you're not just taking it i mean you're i mean like you're already taking it might as well use it to your advantage look back at it use it that's another resource for you yeah and again that just continues to further improve your critical thinking and Mm, also again right reach out to your supervisors Because you may not know, right? You may not know how to critically think. You may not know what that entails. And that's okay. Again, reach out to your supervisors about it. It could be as simple as, hey, we've been running all of our targets. He's doing such a great job on all of them. What more can I do in session? And they may give you like the first few steps on what to do. And then you may develop your flow from there. But if you don't know where to start, Start with your supervisor. Start asking them questions. Start asking what else you could be doing. And that is a good little starting point for your critical thinking as well if you can't 
just be like, all right. So we've always ran it in this type of setting, but now I'm going to completely switch it up on you. We're going to be completely novel. And that's something that I also do with, with my clients as well. Like if they have a certain target, we've been running it a certain way for X amount of time. I'll reach out to the supervisor and say, Hey, can we run this in a completely different way? I want to run this in a novel setting, like a novel, Mm -hmm. completely novel situation. So that way I could, we are further working with the kiddo to generalize that skill and truly seeing if it's under stimulus control. Like, is it truly occurring under these circumstances only? Yeah. So what that means is like, if you leave, can he do it anyways? You know, he's not depending on you to do yeah. it. Or just in other set and mm-hmm. other types of situations as well. Um, but there's there's so many ways. And if if none of the ways we talk about like are something that you guys can relate to, then just start with asking your supervisor. Or if you don't feel comfortable asking a supervisor, ask another fellow BT that you work with. Um, because they're right there with you. So they may have talked to maybe the company you work for has LBTs, the company that we work for does. So you can always reach out to them as well. They are always more than happy to communicate with you. Anybody really like anybody that you come across that you feel comfortable Mm -hmm. with that's in the field, latch onto them a little bit during these times and ask them and get their advice, get their feedback. That's also the best way that you can learn what direction you may want to go in next. And a good way, if, if if asking your supervisor makes you a little bit nervous, you can you can frame it in a different way and you can ask like, oh, is he making or he or she making any progress in this? Like, is there any way you can tell me that if they're making progress? Um, so ma- making it a little more, um, is it passive? Is that the right word? passive i I don't know i guess but i mean just frame it that way that would that will it should trigger your supervisor to like look into it and and give you feedback um so yeah it it can be scary sometimes but um it is scary but just know that nothing but benefits comes from the other side Fear makes you grow. Yeah, which brings us to our next point that you that you brought up earlier. Like another way to learn is by facing your fears. Yeah. yeah. So every everything that we talked about today, in one way or another, is definitely you facing your fears. Because um, I was definitely like that, and I had to just face my fears. I had to first understand what I was gonna do, and then I just had to like do it. And you might have to take baby steps to face mm-hmm. your fears, and that's okay. Like you can work your way up to to talking to them in person maybe you start with like sending them a teams message or an email oh, yeah or maybe a text message if you have their phone number and then you kind of work your way up from there there's progress to make but the first thing you got to do is just take that action and face your fears and know that when you do you're coming out of it a better person and you're growing fear like I always think that like fear tries to make you stay in like a comfortable place. Like, oh no, I'm scared to do that. I'm just going to stay here where I know what to do. But is staying, is staying where you're at satisfying? Is it helping you in any way? No, because if it was, then you wouldn't feel comfortable. You would feel like you were learning something and constantly on the move. And that's what stepping into that fear pool does. It, It helps you guys gain that next level that you need to be successful in this. That reminds me of my all time favorite quote, life quote. And it says, life begins at the end of your comfort zone. Yeah. And it's very true Mm -hmm. because that's when you step into like the unknown. 
but however you are going to know more things yes yes that is what we are just trying to get across to you guys that learning con ganas while (laughs) learning con ganas while it is intimidating and it could be fearful it is only to help you grow and you will grow from it there is the moment you the moment you decide it's time to learn that's the moment that you're gonna learn and you're gonna learn every single thing that you want and take ownership of the program like you're there how many times have i said that today but you're there you're the front line this program like yeah somebody else created it but it becomes more yours than anybody else because you're the one they're implementing so take ownership take pride in that and give some feedback like nobody nobody else is gonna know it as much as you do like Again, there was a creator that did it, but you know how that reflects in the real life. Like you, you see how that interprets in this kid's life. Like you're seeing it in action. You're, you're the one that gives that program life, you know? So take, know that and believe that. And that by itself should get, will empower you not should it will empower you to be fearless yeah. <laughs> so in case you guys didn't know you guys are in control of this program you guys know the program Stop. she's making fun of me not i got sure. a little, little i got not sure if you guys are cracking my but you oh, guys my are in control <laughs> See, I'm telling you, you can run this. I'm just the background so noise. Advocate and relate. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. I feel like that's very beautiful. Is there anything else you want to add? Anything else you want to <sighs> preach about? No, I mean that's that's it like know that program is yours you bring it to life <laughs> hey, you bring it you bring it to you life. do like you bring it to life if you're the life source somebody start taking frequency data on how many times we say <laughs> it's <know>. your program <laughs> it's your data yeah <laughs> but definitely guys and just remember you guys are worth it you guys are worthy and mm-hmm. you guys are the bestest um and you're always living your best life that's right and you're destined for greatness yes you are all right so take what we told you guys let it sit for a minute and we'll catch you guys on the next one all right see ya peace out it's time to eat some burger king hey! <laughs> <laughs>